but it's something that that blows people's mind even still because again being christian it got us caught up in a christian way and it made us think that ownership yeah. see so when you ask me am i christian it's like i really don't like but i have to say this that's a religion that was given to us so i don't play in groups I don't play Christianity, I don't play Muslim, I don't play Baptist. Two infant boys have gotten the herpes virus after they got circumcised uh, uh, by an Orthodox Jewish family. It was part of their tradition. After the circumcision took place, uh, they applied something known as direct oral suction. Hold on. And the reason why they do that is because they are supposed to draw blood from deep inside the wound. Somebody sucked that baby's dick! It was after the cutting. The Mohan does what is called Mitzitsa, and Mitzitsa means to suck, and it means doing so with his mouth. And one can say, well, why can't you use a tube? Well, you could. Somebody suck that baby's death! Oh, what did he say? Man. What did Jesus say? Oh. Jesus ain't said shit, but ouch when they nailed it there. Oh. And like, why would, he if only a remnant Peter. would make it, and he already knows who's gonna make it, why would he create the rest of them, if he knows they're gonna fail. Right. Mm. Wouldn't that be like I believe, some sadistic shit? That would be some sick, twisted. When you believe in things that you don't understand, then you Peace, peace to the family. Alright, what's poppin'? Can y'all hear me okay out there? Can y'all hear me okay out there in YouTube land? Shout out to everybody. Appreciate that WTP, we the people. Sent that $10 cash up. Right out the gate, man. We appreciate that. As you can see, we dropping some frames over here. We need to get our uh, equipment up. Alright, so to anybody that's new here, this is Atheist Church Live. We go live every week around the same time. You know, we don't like to be too strict about it because shit happens. We're supposed to be on at 7.30. I know we're a little bit late. But you know, 7.30 p.m. Eastern is usually the usual time that we on here. So, I just want to remind everybody that this is a live call-in show. You can call in at any time. But I appreciate y'all for sticking in and tuning in. And once again, appreciate uh, We The People for that super chat, man. That 999. And I just want to remind y'all, when y'all send those super chats, we do appreciate them. But YouTube take 30%. So if you um, if you want to support the show, it's better to go to qualicush.com slash donate. That way we'll get uh, like 90, 97% because they're going to charge us a 3% processing fee. Or you can go to the cash app. Which is dollar sign Quilly Kush. And while I got your attention, I want to remind you that tonight is the night that we do the reverse collection plate live. We do it every Sunday night here on Atheist Church Live. So if you want to participate, all you got to do is send 
via Cash App to Atheist Church Live. That's dollar sign Atheist Church. Make sure you spell it correctly because there are some fraudsters out there that uh, benefit off of your misspelling when you send it to the wrong place. So that's dollar sign Atheist Church, spelled correctly, and just send one dollar. And what we do is, at some point in time during the show, at some point in time during the show, you won't know when, so you got to stay tuned in. We're going to pick from the people that send, and they're going to get all of the money from the pool from all the people that send. So last week, Till X won. So shout out to Till X for winning the 50, I think it was 53 or $52. And the week before that, it was Jay. So congratulations to y'all this will be the third week we doing it so we don't know how much the pot's going to be tonight or who's going to win but i encourage you to participate so welcome to atheist church live let's go ahead and get started i am your host Kwali kush and there's also my co-host kwame remesu this is a show that strives to educate and inform and grow our community by promoting reading critical thinking secular humanism as a replacement for the heavily biblical worldview that has halted the growth of our people for over 2,000 years. It is the lack of scientific literacy, logic, reasoning, and critical thinking in our community that produces a public that is more susceptible to trickery, scams, and cons. Not only does religion make one less likely to value reality, but it also promotes many of the ills of our society, i.e. racism, prejudice, and various superstitious beliefs. On this show, we encourage people to question their religious beliefs, their origins, and how religious thought patterns affect our behavior. You can listen to this show as a podcast on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on. You can also watch us live on YouTube every Sunday night. We also have other shows on this channel, so if you like this show, you might want to check those out as well. We have a science podcast called Shout Out Electron and an investigative podcast called New Thugs. And our newest addition to the show, the Bible Comedy Hour, Hosted by Kwame Remesu. It's hilarious and you're going to learn a lot every Tuesday night. And we do that live as well. And it's a call-in show too. So you can call in when we go live on there too. So you want to make sure you stay subscribed to the channel. So you won't miss out on any of the shows that we offer. If you love this content and you want to see more. Why not consider making a contribution to help us grow our platform and reach more people? Your contribution will help us pay for various monthly subscriptions and equipment costs needed to produce this content. You can make a one-time, monthly, or annual contribution directly at our website, quillycush.com. Every dollar helps, so don't hesitate to show your support. If you would love to contribute but you cannot contribute financially, you can still help out the show by clicking the like button, sharing this content on your social media, or visiting our website. Your engagement helps us rank better and thus reach more people. Check the description below for the links. Now, for all of my Bible readers out there, and for all my Quran readers out there, how much better would our community be if instead of reading the same book every day, over and over again, we read a different book every Sunday? Imagine that. If the preacher read a different book to the congregation every Sunday instead of the same book over and over again, how much smarter would the congregation be? Well, church, on this channel, we read a different book to you every single episode for free. You don't have to read the books yourself anymore. I read them to you. All you have to do is listen. You no longer have an excuse to read books. 
Because I know a lot of y'all like to say you don't have time or you can't sit still. Well, you can't make that excuse anymore because now you can listen to books anytime, anywhere. Just make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on the free audio books. Again, those links are in the description. And if you don't prefer to read the books that I choose, you can get two free audio books when you sign up for Audible. And you can also get a free trial for 30 days. And then you can cancel anytime. Just go to quillycush.com and click on the audio books tab. All right, we're going to go to a quick break, and we'll be right back. Heaven in the fuck that all that shit. Y'all hoes got to get off this corner with that. We're going to get right back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. But first, please take a moment to hit the like button. Push the button. If it's your first time here, hit the subscribe button. Come on, push the button. If you're already subscribed, make sure you hit the little bell icon. That way you get a notification every time we post a new video. Push the goddamn button. Push the goddamn button. You heard what she said. I absolutely love to read books. But honestly, sometimes I just don't feel like it. That's why I'm so grateful that I have a membership with Audible. Now I can have someone read books to me on demand whenever I want. Now I can listen to audiobooks while I'm exercising, cleaning the house, or visiting the royal throne. Sometimes I even like to listen to audiobooks as I fall asleep. It's actually quite relaxing. My Audible membership gives me thousands of books to choose from, which is why I'm recommending it to you. And if you use the link in the description, you can get two free audiobooks. That's two books of your choice, absolutely free, just for signing up via the link in the description. And you can even give Audible as a gift for someone you care about. Join Audible today. Hey, what's up? This is your boy, Kwali Kush. If you like the videos on this channel, then why not visit our website, kwalikush.com. We post every day with topics ranging from religion to science, critical thinking, black-owned businesses, and much, much more. On the website, you'll also find links to all of the other social media related to Kwali Kush. I personally post a book recommendation. So I have no idea why the stream is chopping like that, but I'm assuming it's something to do with my setup. So what I did was I turned my camera off, which sucks because I really wanted to start using the camera more. But as you can see, I think we ain't quite ready for all that. But the show must go on. As they say, the show must go on. And again, y'all be on the lookout for the re-upload. So we're going to re-edit this and uh, make it a little bit more prettier for y'all. But we got a little bit of a message tonight, so I want to make sure we get at least that part out. And y'all still remember y'all can call in and participate anytime. So tonight's topic, why we believe in God. Well, it's actually why y'all believe in God, because I don't. 
But I used to. I used to. But as you can see, the title of this episode is not a question. At first glance, it looks like a question. Because it starts with why. It's actually not a question at all. It's an answer to a question. It's the title to an answer to a question. The question is, why do we believe in God? The answer, I'm telling you, why we believe in God. So why do we believe in God? If God does not exist, then why do so many people believe? How did we get here? What's the point of life? If God does not exist, then what is the purpose of life? If God does exist, then what is the nature of that God? Is that God male or female or neither? If God exists, then why do believers disagree on the nature of the God? Why is there no obvious evidence of the God? Why does life need a purpose? We non-believers definitely raise a valid point in saying that if God does exist, God is apparently giving different messages to different people. God tells the Jews that they're his chosen people. God tells the Muslims that suicide is a virtue. God tells the Christians that all they need to do is believe in Jesus and they will live forever. It seems that God always reveals itself in private, never in public. These are major concerns to those who wish to base their beliefs on reality. Not so much for those who base their beliefs on faith. So, does God exist or not? Is the creator to these vast cosmos real or imaginary this is not a matter of belief people this is a matter of fact either there is a creator or there isn't there are no other possibilities if we are going to settle the case of god's existence once and for all we must address all arguments and evidences for and against god's existence we must analyze the history surrounding all God claims and the origin of God beliefs. We must use logic and reason in discerning the truth about God for logic and reason are the best tools we know of for discerning the truth about anything. In order to get to the truth of the matter, let us first identify the common ground between the believer and the atheist. From there, we will more readily be able to identify the point of divergence. What makes some people believe that God exists while some others believe that God does not exist? There are those who believe that the universe itself was created for a purpose by an intelligent being. And then there are those who believe that the universe exists in its own right. And we are here simply through a process of complex chemistry. Needless to say, both cannot be true simultaneously. Either some God exists or no God exists at all. But one thing that both sides do agree on 
is that something was always in existence. There was never a time when nothing at all existed. So this is the common ground between the believer and the atheist. Just about everyone, no matter if they believe in a God or not, believe that something was always in existence. The word nothing in itself proves this very impossibility. No thing. I can't imagine a state where there exists no thing. Because even if there is nothing but an, if, an empty expanse of emptiness, we can still describe it as something. Empty space. Even if one were to imagine an endless expanse of nothingness, it could still be described as an endless expanse of nothingness, therefore making it something. So, it is impossible for no thing to exist. In many discussions and in my research, I have yet to encounter a single individual who disagrees with this notion. So, let us begin here. Where you, the listener, and I, the speaker, most likely agree. Whether we believe in a God or not, we can agree that something was always in existence. Even prominent theoretical physicists like Lawrence Krauss, who wrote the book A Universe from Nothing, faced much criticism after the readers of the book claimed that nothing that he referred to is actually something. Krauss reconciles this by simply redefining the word nothing to encompass quantum fluctuations and gravity. While this may be satisfactory to the more scientifically minded individuals, this is not convincing to the believers. Regardless of how we choose to phrase it, we find ourselves on common ground. Something was always in existence. There is, however, a strong disagreement between believers and non-believers as to what that something actually is. The believer says that the something is a God. And God always existed and exists in its own right without having been created. The atheist says that the something is the universe itself and that the universe always existed in some form without having been created. Either way, we get to a point where something exists without having been created. So, we are left with two possibilities. Either God is eternal and the creator of the universe, or the universe is eternal and the creator is not necessary. Occam's razor is the idea that the most likely explanation for an event is usually the simplest explanation as well. According to Occam's razor, we could conclude that the universe is the something that has always existed because that explanation is the more simple of the two. If this convinces you that there is no God, then I guess you're an atheist now. But this does not convince most believers. If one is to claim to a believer that there is no God, one must provide better evidence than some philosophical idea like Occam's razor. Right? So, let's dive deeper into the history of the God beliefs. <coughs> Why does a given individual believe in the God in the first place? 
Did people always believe in gods? If not, when did people begin believing in gods and why? Archaeological evidence suggests that the oldest religions of earth are Hinduism and also the religion of ancient Sumer, which is a literate civilization of ancient Mesopotamia. Since these religions are the oldest, they must then be closer to the source of the first God belief. Right? Just using a little bit of logic here. Prehistoric and Neolithic culture, which left material evidence including rock and cave paintings of bulls and cows, indicate that ancient cultures viewed these animals as sacred. So between 2500 and 1700 BC, the Indus Valley Civilization located in present-day Pakistan and northwest India reached its high point in the cities of Harappa and Mohenjo-Daro. Some, some archaeologists have uncovered some religious imagery from these sites, including an abundance of seals depicting the bulls. There are few exceptional finds, including drawings of figures seated in yogic, yogic positions, terracotta female figures that suggest fertility, and small anthropomorphic sculptures made of stone and bronze. Religious evidence found at these sites also includes carvings of stone linga, which is a phallic emblem of the Hindu god Shiva. So if you are vocabulary challenge, that means these people worship the penis. Textual sources suggest that the people of this area worshipped the linga. The Indus Valley peoples migrated to the Gangetic region of India and mixed with indigenous cultures after the decline of civilization in the Indus Valley. A separate group of European speaking people migrated to the subcontinent as well. These people brought with them ritual life, including fire sacrifices presided over by priests, and a set of hymns and poems collectively known as the Vedas. The indigenous people held a variety of practices based on agrarian fertility cults and spirits in nature later vedic writings suggest they worshiped images and tutelary divinities and the phallus as well meanwhile the sumerians in mesopotamia began by worshiping nature they anthropomorphized the sky the earth wind and water and believed that the universe was birthed from primordial waters which they called namu The Sumerian religion evolved to become a polytheistic religion consisting of four primary gods. An, the sky, Enlil, the wind, and then Hershak, fertility and earth, and Enki, water and culture. <coughs> Over time, the Sumerian culture became more civilized. And they abandoned the associations they had assigned their deities to nature with. The gods became more like patrons of cities. Each city had its own god that was believed to watch over that city and protect its affairs. 
Eventually, the Sumerians were conquered by the Akkadians, who then fused their own gods with the Sumerian gods, making male deities dominant and causing the Sumerian gods to completely lose their associations with nature. This religion would later evolve to become the Abrahamic religions of today. So, based on what I just read to you, the original God belief was a belief in nature that then got anthropomorphized and perverted by foreigners who had different God beliefs. But I digress. Arguably, Hinduism and the Sumerian religion both have changed drastically since their inceptions. But even at the time of their inception, there must have existed a group of people who believed in gods, right? Yes, gods, plural, because the earliest theists were polytheists who believed in multiple gods. Over centuries, religions and belief systems changed to become monotheistic, meaning a belief in a single god. Today, we find ourselves amongst mostly monotheists who believe in one God, yet history tells us that the belief in one God was a progressive change from polytheism in the ancient religions. These ancient polytheistic religions are the seeds to monotheism and other religions like Islam and Christianity. So, let us analyze the progression of the God belief in reverse order, shall we? Christianity and Islam are offshoots of Judaism. Judaism is a mixture of Zoroastrianism and early Canaanite polytheism, which was itself an offshoot of early Sumerian polytheism. History tells us that belief in God has evolved drastically over time. This is not what one would expect if an eternal creator was divinely manipulating matter to favor us humans. Yet, this is expected if the God belief is purely superstition. So why did the first theists believe in God? Well, as I illustrated earlier, the first theists were polytheists who believed in multiple gods. So why would these people believe in such gods that we modern folk no longer believe in? Why do we modern people believe in just one God when they believed in many gods? There are a handful of ways one person could gain a belief in God or gods. One way is to actually detect the presence or existence of a God through our senses. Many people have claimed to have seen or heard God. However, there is a lack of consistency and repeatability to these claims which makes them more likely to be hallucinations, misinterpretations, or outright lies. Much like the tall tales of alien abductees, no one can be sure if these claims are true and it is most likely that they are not. Yet. The beliefs are prolific throughout the society due to cognitive dissonance, indoctrination, and scientific illiteracy. Cognitive dissonance can be defined as the state of having inconsistent thoughts, beliefs, or attitudes, especially as relating to behavioral decisions and attitude change. And just to let people know, I see y'all in the chat, and we're going to let y'all in as soon as we get finished with this. You just got a couple minutes left, so don't disappear. But we got a couple trolls out there now, so we got to screen the calls. So when you come, when you call in, just be patient, and then we will unmute you after a few minutes. 
Okay. A common remark from God believers is something cannot come from nothing. I'm sure y'all heard that before. I hear it almost every week on this show. Where well, they just come from nowhere. Where it come from then? It ain't just come. That's how y'all sound to me. <laughs> By the way, that's how y'all sound. <coughs> A common remark from believers is something cannot come from nothing. If this is true, this means that God too cannot come from nothing. Because God is a something. So if something cannot come from nothing, where did your God come from? But the believer never seems to make this connection. They simply assert that God exists in his own right, always has, and always will. Logic then forces the atheist to ask the believer, why can't the universe be the something that has always existed? After all, we can definitely agree that the universe exists. But unsatisfied with this notion, the believer then demands evidence of the universe being eternal, although they do not demand evidence of God being eternal. In this scenario, the believer has a separate standard for claims about God than they do for claims about the universe. There is no logical explanation for this. It is either a matter of choice on the part of the believer or lack of cognitive ability. They simply choose to believe that a God is eternal rather than believing that a universe is eternal, even without evidence or in the face of contrary evidence. This is an example of cognitive dissonance. Another reason people believe that God is eternal is indoctrination. Indoctrination is the process of inculcating a person with ideas, attitudes, cognitive strategies, or professional methodologies. Most people who believe in a God were introduced to the concept of a God at a childhood age when their brains were not developed enough to critically assess the claims that were being made. We all know children can believe fantastical things. The most popular is that of Santa Claus. Most people in America believe in Santa Claus at some point in their childhood. It is at this age in which children are susceptible to fantastical beliefs that they are introduced to the concept of God. If those who are introduced to the concept of God were introduced to it by someone they trust, like a parent, a family member, or someone in authority, like a preacher, or a priest, etc., then this child is less likely to ever question what was told to them about said God. By the time the child grows into a fully developed adult that can think critically, they have been so used to believing what they believe that it becomes uncomfortable for them to consider that the belief might not be true. This is not done by accident. This is called indoctrination, and it is a tool that religious missionaries use to recruit new members at an early age or when they are suffering through a stressful time. A commonly used form of indoctrination is to encounter a person who has come on the hard times in life. People who are suffering financially with health or legal issues, perhaps they ended up in prison somehow or lost their income or fell behind on bills, they make good candidates to be indoctrinated. Because when people are desperate, they would try almost anything in order to alleviate what is ailing them. Religious missionaries know this, so they actively seek out people who have fallen on hard times in order to indoctrinate them into their religion. 
It is a common tactic that cults and Christian missionaries use to indoctrinate people into their belief system rather than actually render assistance. Another reason people may end up believing in God is by being closed-minded and illiterate in the field of science. Is it no coincidence that the more educated a person is, the less likely they are to believe in a God? Many believers, when asked why they believe in God, will resort to a God of the gaps argument. This means they will find some phenomenon in the world that they can't explain or that has yet to be explained by anyone. And then they'll blame God for causing that phenomenon. However, as the understanding of natural phenomena in the universe increases, such does the need to explain away the phenomena with a God decreases. Let's see. All right, shout out to Steve the Theorist who added to the pot for the reverse collection plate. I want to remind everybody that we do hold a raffle at some point during the show. Somebody's going to win the entire pot. If you want to make that person be you, all you got to do is send $1 to Atheist Church on Cash App. That's Atheist Church on Cash App. And then you will be entered into the raffle. <coughs> okay. And y'all can get those calls in. It's a live call in show. The number is right there on the top of the screen. So it seems that cognitive dissonance, indoctrination, scientific literacy, scientific illiteracy may perpetuate the belief in God amongst the population. However, they do not explain the origin of the concept of God's in the first place. Why do we believe in God? Why would a concept of a God exist itself if the God doesn't exist? Where did the concept come from? And how did the concept become so widely accepted if it's not true? Richard Dawkins is a well-known biologist and author who proposes that evolution by natural selection might be the cause for the rise of a God concept in humans. Assuming the theory of evolution is correct, reason would suggest that a primitive ancestor to humans would have passed down traits that us humans possess today. That's how evolution works. This explains those innate behaviors that don't need to be taught, such as a baby's crying or suckling of a nipple. There are certain behaviors that all humans exhibit that have not been taught. For example, at some point, if a person lives to be old enough, they will develop hormones and have the desire to mate. When we are attacked, we will fight for our lives. And we also have a tendency to assign intelligence to things that are out of our control or understanding. All of these tendencies assisted our ancestors in their survival and allowed them to pass down their genes, which we now possess. So, how does this explain why we believe in a God? Well, Dawkins illustrates this by describing an ancient ancestor to humans that heard a suspicious rustling in the bushes. This primitive ape 
could either assume that the rustling in the bush was a predator and escape to the treetops immediately, or it could assume that the rustling in the bush is just the wind and remain sitting there. Well, if the rustling in the bush turned out to be a predator and the ape just sits there, it will be lunch and will not pass down those genes to the next generation because it's dead. A very negative consequence for making the wrong assumption. However, if the ape escapes to the treetops, it will live to pass on those genes to the next generation. If the ape escapes to the treetops and it turns out that the noise in the bush was just the wind, the ape still passes on his genes to the next generation and is not negatively impacted for making the wrong assumption. So, if this is true, it means that it is more likely that we inherited traits from our ancestors who were more likely to assume that the noise in the bush was a predator and escape, whether it was a predator or not. How do we know this? Well, because the ones who assumed that it was not a predator got eaten and did not pass on those genes. <clears throat> now, imagine an ancient civilization on the brink of society where Homo sapiens were beginning to dominate the planet. Natural phenomena that were outside of their control would occur, such as mudslides, tsunamis, tornadoes, hurricanes, eclipses, swarms of insects, climate change, floods, etc. <clears throat> this civilization would have inherited the traits from the primitive ape that was more likely to assume a consciousness was to blame whenever it heard a noise in the bushes, even if it was just the wind. Because they inherited such traits, they too were probably likely to assign consciousnesses to natural phenomena that they observed. So the first gods that people believed in were gods that were actively in control of nature and natural phenomena. Remember we talked about the gods of the air, gods of the wind, gods of the sun, gods of the earth. People believed in these gods just as prominently and seriously as people of today believe in the gods of the Bible and the Quran. So what happened to those gods? Osiris, Zeus, Thor, Hercules, Romulus. Why don't we believe in them anymore? And what's the reason? Well, probably because we have explained what those gods were claimed to be responsible for. We've closed those gaps. Once the natural phenomena can be explained, it does not need to be blamed on a God. Unless a God is the actual cause, of course. We know what lightning is now and we know how it works. This understanding makes it impossible to believe that Zeus is real. Because we know that the phenomena that Zeus was claimed to be responsible for, he in fact is not responsible for. We simply don't believe that Zeus is real. So, it seems that belief in gods is directly related to a lack of understanding of natural phenomena. So why do we believe in gods? 
because we don't know where the universe came from. We don't know where life came from. So we just plug God in to say God done it. But one day we may be able to explain where the universe came from if it quote came from anywhere. We'll be explained we'll be able to explain how life evolved or how it began through abiogenesis. And you know what's gonna happen? People are gonna stop believing in those gods just like they stopped believing in Zeus and Thor. So I challenge you to be a member of the future rather than a member of the past. So we're gonna take this time right now to open up these phone lines. So now is the time to call in people. The number is on the screen. So we're going to go to a very brief commercial break so we can screen these calls. Call it in, folks. If you disagree, if you agree, you don't have to be a, a person that agrees with me just to call in. I prefer to talk to people who disagree with me because that's the only way I can learn something. So come on. The line is open. Call it in right now. Right now. <laughs> Heaven and us, fuck that, all that shit. Y'all hoes gotta get off this corner with that. We're gonna get right back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. But first, please take a moment to hit the like button. Push the button. If it's your first time here, hit the subscribe button. Come on, push the button. Yeah, come on, push the button. If you're already subscribed, make sure you hit the little bell icon. That way you get a notification every time we post a new video. Push the goddamn button. Push the goddamn button. You heard what she said. I absolutely love to read books, but honestly, sometimes I just don't feel like it. That's why I'm so grateful that I have a membership with Audible. Now I can have someone read books to me on demand whenever I want. Now I can listen to audiobooks while I'm exercising, cleaning the house, or visiting the royal throne. Sometimes I even like to listen to audiobooks as I fall asleep. It's actually quite relaxing. My Audible membership gives me thousands of books to choose from, which is why I'm recommending it to you. And if you use the link in the description, you can get two free audiobooks. That's two books of your choice, absolutely free, just for signing up via the link in the description. And you can even give Audible as a gift for someone you care about. Join Audible today. Hey, what's up? This is your boy, Quali Kush. If you like the videos on this channel, then why not visit our website, qualikush.com. We post every day with topics ranging from religion to science, critical thinking, black-owned businesses, and much, much more. On the website, you'll also find links to all of the other social media related to Quali Kush. I personally post a book recommendation daily to the blog, and we are um, 420 friendly. So come on down, visit us, leave a comment, and let us know what you think. QualiKush.com Heaven and us, fuck that, all that shit. Y'all hoes gotta get off this corner with that. We're gonna get right back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. But first, please take a moment to hit the like button. Push the button. If it's your first time here, hit the subscribe button. Come on, push the button. Yeah, come on, push the button. If you're already subscribed, make sure you hit the little bell icon. That way you get a notification every time we post a new video. Push the goddamn button. Push the goddamn button. You heard what she said. I absolutely love to read books, but honestly, sometimes I just don't feel like it. That's why I'm so grateful that I have a membership with Audible. Now I can have someone read books to me on demand whenever I want. 
Now I can listen to audiobooks while I'm exercising, cleaning the house, or visiting the royal throne. Sometimes I even like to listen to audiobooks as I fall asleep. It's actually quite relaxing. My Audible membership gives me thousands of books to choose from, which is why I'm recommending it to you. And if you use the link in the description, you can get two free audiobooks. That's two books of your choice, absolutely free, just for signing up via the link in the description. And you can even give Audible as a gift for someone you care about. Join Audible today. Hey, what's up? This is your boy Quali Kush. If you like the videos on this channel, then why not visit our website, QualiKush.com. We post every day with topics ranging from religion to science, critical thinking, black-owned businesses, and much, much more. On the website, you'll also find links to all of the other social media related to Quali Kush. I personally post a book recommendation daily to the blog, and we are um, 420 friendly. So come on down, visit us, leave a comment, and let us know what you think. QualiKush.com Heaven in us, fuck that, all that shit. Y'all hoes gotta get off this corner with that. We're gonna get right back to the show, ladies and gentlemen, but first, please take a moment to hit the like button. Push the button. If it's your first time here, hit the subscribe button. Come on, push the button. Yeah, come on, push the button. If you're already subscribed, make sure you hit the little bell icon. That way you get a notification every time we post a new video. Push the goddamn button. Push the goddamn button. You heard what she said. I absolutely love to read books, but honestly, sometimes I just don't feel like it. That's why I'm so grateful that I have a membership with Audible. Now I can have someone read books to me on demand whenever I want. Now I can listen to audiobooks while I'm exercising, cleaning the house, or visiting the royal throne. Sometimes I even like to listen to audiobooks as I fall asleep. It's actually quite relaxing. My Audible membership gives me thousands of books to choose from, which is why I'm recommending it to you. And if you use the link in the description, you can get two free audiobooks. That's two books of your choice, absolutely free, just for signing up via the link in the description. And you can even give Audible as a gift for someone you care about. Join Audible today. Hey, what's up? This is your boy Quali Kush. If you like the videos on this channel, then why not visit our website, QualiKush.com. We post every day with topics ranging from religion to science, critical thinking, black-owned businesses, and much, much more. On the website, you'll also find links to all of the other social media related to Quali Kush. I personally post a book recommendation daily to the blog, and we are um, 420 friendly. So come on down, visit us, leave a comment, and let us know what you think. QualiKush.com Heaven in us, fuck that, all that shit. Y'all hoes gotta get out. What it do, YouTube? Hey, man, this your boy, Kwame Remesu, man. Hey. I'm glad my boy Quayley brought up the fact of superstition. Now, he was 100% correct when he was talking about how religions basically base um, their beliefs off of superstition. So I want to go on and deal with y'all with a spoiler alert. Okay? So we're going to deal with... I disconnect. All right, we back. Yeah, disconnect. 
Repeat. Okay. What's up, YouTube? What's up? What's up? What's up, man? The Atheist Church uh, people. Um, man, I want to deal with something, man. My boy uh, uh, Quayley came up with. This is all superstitious belief. So to prove my point that this is all superstitious beliefs that was based off of our ancestors, which our ancestors didn't deal with superstition, they dealt with nature. Now, you know, I hope y'all was listening and grasping everything that came along. I was in the comments like, hey, man, let me in. What the hell are you talking about? Let me in. Nah, I knew he was talking about but i was just fucking with him so we're going to deal with john chapter 6 verse 50 <laughs> let's go on, let's go on, let's go and do some bible comedy today you know what i'm saying so y'all ready y'all ready for the bible comedy yes, sir. now this is what i'm gonna this is what i'm gonna do i'm gonna read the bible as it's saying what it's saying but then i'm gonna put my secular comedy um Thing on it, okay. So let's read John chapter fifty. This is the bread that comes down from heaven, so that one may eat and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats the bread will live forever, and the bread that will give my flesh for the life of the world. Verse fifty-two. The Jews quarreled among themselves and saying, "How can a man give us his flesh to eat?" Jesus said to them, I, amen, amen, which is ancient Egyptian. Um, I said to you, unless you eat the flesh of the son of man and drink his blood, you do not have, excuse me, you do not have life within you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise them on the last day. Now, by me reading that verse the way it is in the Bible, I got your I got I got the comic book right here. I got the Bible right here. Holy Bible. Right? Let me see. Let me see. Oh, I gotta turn it this way. Yeah, the Bible. The Bible says that shit. Now, you Christians, y'all trip me out when y'all wanna take communion crackers and drink grape juice. Now, let's read this in another way. Are y'all ready for this? Y'all ready to read John chapter 6 in a different way. Now, the way I'm going to read this shit to get y'all to think like, mm, that's disgusting. Now, because apparently Christians ain't calling and say, oh, yeah, I would love to eat flesh and drink some blood. Well, let's read this from a secular perspective, okay? Y'all ready? Sir. Y'all ready? Hey, DJ, DJ, what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. DJ, put it back on there. What are you doing, son? I'm so sorry, y'all. My son turned it off. Put it back on what I just had it on. Who told you you can change it? I Leave it right there, son. Leave it right there so I can see. So I can see the screen. I'm sorry, Quayley. I am so sorry. All right. So we back on. Good. Now we're gonna read. We're gonna read John chapter fifty. John, excuse me, John chapter six, verse fifty. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna put a little comedy on it. So this is the cupcake that comes from the heavens, so that one may eat and not die. I am the living cupcake that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this uh, cupcake will live forever, because you will not have diabetes. <laughs> and I'm sorry. And the cupcake that I would give is my flesh for the life of the world. The Jews quarreled around themselves, saying, "How can this man give me his cupcake to eat?" Jesus then said to them, "Amen, amen. 
I said to you, unless you eat this, the uh, cupcake of the man, of the son of man, and drink his, uh, drink his uh, pee, you do not have life within you. Whosoever eats my doo-doo and drinks my pee will have eternal life, and I will that. raise him upon the last... Well, the, hey, well, I'm just saying, hey, Quayle, I'm saying the Bible says that the Bible says it whosoever eats... Hey, 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 I'm just saying, hey, I need a Christian to call in. The, hey, Christians, the the Bible says, whosoever eats my pee, I mean, dr- eats my eats my shit and drinks my pee will have eternal life and I will raise him on the last day. Now, so Jesus is saying that he's a cupcake in symbolism of the, of the doo-doo that y'all going to be eating. So if y'all have, if y'all have, if y'all don't have a problem with eating flesh and drinking blood, y'all should not have the problem with drink uh, eating, eating shit and drinking pee. Mm-hmm. Now, you see what I'm saying? Because look, I'm going to read it one more time. Look, I'm going to read it. The, I'm going to read it a different way. He said, I am the shit of life. Your, oh, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. He said, this is the shit that comes down from heaven <laughs> so that one may eat and not die. <laughs> I am the living shit that came down from heaven. Whosoever eats the shit will live forever. Now, we're talking about doo-doo. Okay, Christians? We're talking about doo-doo. Um, and <laughs> the, the shit that I would give is my flesh. Yeah, because shit is basically waste uh, of life and uh, of the world. The Jews were like among themselves saying, how can this man give us shit to eat? Jesus said unto them, amen, amen. I said to you, unless you eat the shit of the son of man and drink his pee, you do not have the life within you. Whosoever eats my shit and drink my pee will have eternal life and I will raise him on the last day. Now, look, the reason why me and Quayle is bringing this shit up, because it's superstition. Now, what would Christians have as a symbolism for shit and pee? Would, would it be uh, an almond joy or would it be cupcakes as a shit and would it be lemonade as the pee? See, y'all don't think about this type of shit. See, when Christians take communion, they're not understanding that what you're doing is superstitious cannibalism. Okay? Jesus wants you to eat him. Like a woman wants you to eat her, her, her kitty cat. Now, I know my kids over there and, you know, listening, but you know what I'm just saying? Like, y'all doing this shit out of impulse. Y'all doing this shit out of fear. Now, if the Bible read what I just read about eating shit and drinking pee, would y'all do it? Yes or no? I need a Christian to call into our show and to, and to let me know, would y'all eat the shit and drink the, and drink the pee of Jesus? If that Bible verse said that, but the, we know the Bible verse doesn't say that. But the thing is, y'all have no problem with eating somebody's skin and drinking their bodily fluids. So what is another form of bodily fluids? Shit and piss. Wouldn't that be more prevalent instead of just eating this man? And All right. So uh, if y'all didn't see the last superstition we did, we did John chapter um, John chapter six, 50 to 57, uh, where it talked about eating flesh and drinking blood. So that's one of the things that uh, religious religion has got us bound to like every third Sunday. And me as a former Christian, uh, every third Sunday, it was always communion. Right. So they give you some grape crackers. I mean, not grape crackers, some grape drink. 
and some uh, some graham crackers, and you got to drink the grape drink as the blood because it kind of similar to dark blood. Like when somebody gets stabbed in the artery, the the, the blood looks dark. You know, somebody get cut on the skin, the blood is more red because it hits the oxygen. So, but the grape, not the grape, but the cracker represents the broken body. So we're dealing with superstition and homosexuality today because I got a few Hebrew Israelites that's in the comments. Munchies, I'm going to mention your name. Y'all more than welcome to come in. Uh I see um, Munchies. uh, He's a Hebrew Israelite. I see Israelite. He's in there. And I see King Judah. If y'all, if so, well, I'm gonna read since y'all want to talk about our ancestors have gay shit. Y'all more than welcome to come in because y'all told me on IMO that y'all was gonna call in. I see you motherfuckers in the damn comments. Y'all said okay. So we finna since y'all say Kim is gay, we're gonna talk about your biblical patriarchs. We don't already deal with the superstitious belief with um, eating shit and drinking pee because I know I know if that concept of communion was to, if Jesus said whosoever eats my shit and drinks my pee will have eternal life, what, 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 what would be the uh, symbolism? Would it be an almond joy and some lemonade, or would it be a chocolate cupcake and some lemonade? Come on, y'all. Y'all still don't see this shit, but y'all still think y'all Hebrews are like, y'all still think y'all Christian brews. Y'all ain't number Christian brews. Oh, we not Christians. We not Christian. Christianity was started with us. This is Bulgarius and Constantine. Bro, where do you think the fucking Bible come from? Come from white folks. Christianity was not in Africa. Why the fuck y'all still think that shit come out of Africa? Or Mesopotamia. You know, or Canaanite. Or the Canaan. There, there was they, no Christianity you know until the... Mm-hmm. So they, they, pick it, they, they cherry pick from history like they cherry pick from that damn Bible. That part. See, and you're right about that because before I get into chapter 20, uh, this is a spoiler alert because I'm going to read. We're still going to do our, uh, what are we on, episode four with the Bible, with the Bible comedy, secular reading? We're on episode four, yeah. right? So, but I'm just I'm just basically going to, uh, this is Superstition Sunday. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For me, I know you call it uh, just, you know, uh, atheist church, but yeah, atheist church, but we're dealing with superstition. But the 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 way uh this thing is conveyed as if it's real history it's not real history this is this these are ideas and concepts based off of historical events and basically uh, and it basically uh they try to equate this shit to historical events but they change a lot of the shit out of it so that's why the bible has a lot of errors in it because you cannot base you cannot trace it back to actual historical events dealing with moses Isaiah, Enoch, you can't trace that shit back. So let's let's go on and get into uh let's let's deal with the Hebrews. I know y'all in there. I know y'all talking shit. I'm, I'm watching the screen. Israelite, Judah, King Judah, and Munchies. So let's deal with since you say Kim is gay, because you know what? Before I before I start reading uh first Samuel chapter 20, this is what they said to me, man, on IMO. They said horse and set fucked each other. They saying that Gabe nutted in his own mouth. They don't understand the concept of of, of Newton Gabe. They don't understand the concept of Horace and Set or Heru and Seti. So Heru and Seti. So when they look at this, when you look at the sunset, the sun sets over the horizon. Heru, horizon, Heru. You know what I'm saying? So it's all this. So it's all nature based. Horace and Set never fucked each other because number one, Horace and Set ain't real. They're concepts and principles of nature. Newton Gibb are pro- concepts and principles of nature. Now, they are they believe in the flat earth theory, right? 
so if the earth is, so if the earth is flat, why doesn't the earth look like Gab? Nothing in his own damn mouth, huh? Y'all literally believe this shit is real, but Gab is not coming in his own mouth. What that represents is the earth is producing its own seeds, and once the seeds come off the tree, it basically goes back into the earth. So. By logic, you nigger brews are gay because y'all eat apples, y'all eat oranges, because what does oranges and apples have? Seeds. So y'all eating seeds. So y'all want to call somebody gay, call yourself gay because you're fucking eating seeds. You see what I'm saying? That's basically what Newton Gabe is about. Newt is a nice guy. Gabe is the earth. Algebra. You know what I'm saying? Algebra. See? It's mathematics. It's science. It's It's nature. But I digress, Quaylen. I digress. We got to say something. Yeah, we got to say it. Yeah, we got to say something. Bob reading. But we yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah. I was trying to get some time for for the, the people to get their donations in. But yeah, we got the three that we got, so we're gonna go ahead and run it with that. Okay. Let's okay. Do the newest part of the show that nobody else is doing. Don't let nobody lie to you. Tell you that they doing it. Ain't nobody doing it. We started this shit. We the first motherfuckers to do it. We the only motherfuckers to do it so far. Right, the reverse collection plate. Let's get it started. <laughs> Keep in mind, people, that uh, we gonna re-edit this and re-upload and restream tomorrow because we know we had a lot of technical difficulties tonight. Right and right, right. yeah, I know you say you don't uh, want to participate, but because we only got three people, I'm gonna go ahead and put you in there. And if you win, and you don't want it, you can just send it back next week and add it to the pot. Cool, cool. So shout out to Danielle Wall, Steve the Theorist, and DSA One. Our three contestants for tonight's reverse collection plate. Let's spin the wheel, shall we? And the winner is Danielle Wall. So Danielle, I know you uh you say you don't like to receive the money, but we're gonna send it to you anyway. If you don't want it, just hold on to it till next week. Send it back. And for everybody that's watching, we do this every week. So Danielle wore one sixteen dollars. New reverse collection plate tonight. Next week could be you. Could be a lot more money. All you gotta do is send one dollar to Atheist Church, 